Ladies and gentlemen of the jury, we find the defendant guilty. You are locked into another episode of the Game on Trial podcast, where two brothers, Desmond and Rod Curry, debate long-standing barbershop topics to be considered and judged by yours truly, the judge and a jury. My name is Tuki Tate, and this is the Game on Trial podcast. Welcome back to another episode of The Game on Trial. I am your host, Tuki Tate. And again, I am joined by the amazing, wonderful, uh, what other (laughs) adjectives could I use to describe you guys? I'm sure, Desmond, you have a a list that's ready. (laughs) Balling, um, good looking, uh, big nut hanging. Oh, (laughs) all right, right, your turn. Hey, I can't, I can't Your time, right? I should not have left the hey. floor open because clearly he is going to take it and run. Nah, I don't have anything. We're stupendous. How about- yeah, absolutely. Mm. All that, all Super that classy. good shit. All that good shit. The Curry Brothers, Rod and Des. We are also joined by a special guest today. We have Greg. Greg, do you want to introduce yourself? Tell us a little bit about yourself. Or or, or Des, do you want to introduce us? Yeah, let let me tell how we got Greg here. All right. Um, So two weekends ago, I was tweeting, live tweeting about the Ultimate Madness rap battle, which I touched on two podcasts ago. As you guys know, I'm a fan of battle rap. And um, <laughs> so two weekends ago, I was live tweeting and I made I made a friend. Usually like when you live tweet events, this is my first time doing it, especially with something I love. And I'm like, yo, there's there's a cat out here who has the same type of views I do. And we're watching it at the same time. And come to find out he had a podcast, which is dope as fuck too, the Young, Black and Bothered podcast. So we have Greg. What's going on, man? What is going on? I, I feel bad, man. I have my AKAs ready too. If you want those, like, oh, you know. let's get into it. Yeah. So it's Greg, aka the Dad by God, aka Hibachi Poppy, aka your Titi's favorite lollipop, <laughs> aka put your anklets by my ears, aka the bearded hoochie, aka the opinionated extrovert, aka bearded Thanos. Shout out to y'all. Shout out to CGN, great of geniuses. Good to you know be with y'all tonight. I love Front all day. of those. Oh, <laughs> oh my gosh. Front day. Put your uh, I love by all my of it. Ears. Period. Yeah. <laughs> well, welcome to the podcast, Greg. We are glad to have you here and we are looking forward to you interacting and hearing your feedback on some of this good stuff that we're going to talk about this week. Um, this week we are doing a case review, but we will get into that a little later. Let's start off with our docket, fellas. Rod, how was your week? My week was good. Um, can't complain, not at all. Don't have much for the docket, but I do have a question for you guys. What's up with Diddy? Why he post that picture? Because he petty. You know what, about, right? what are you talking about? Petty. What happened? Diddy post a picture of him holding hands with J Lo back in the day. You know she just got back in a relationship with the dude. Uh, mm-hmm. Is it who Fleck? What's his name? Yeah, man. Ben Affleck. Like, Diddy, if you on some real rapper shit, come on, TBT. Girl, you on some real? I'm gonna steal your girl shit. What did he post it? Today. I what's saw it today. today. Nothing. Today's Thursday, uh, right? All right, so yeah. what's wrong? Throwback Thursday. He was just dropping oh, a little pick. This is this is an ain't shit nigga pick. You just a petty ass nigga pick. Yeah. 
break up a happy home pick, which is so many names that yeah. I can I can use for this picture. And then like why J Lo like Rod. Oh, damn, we're both married, so this is a tough question. So I'm going to send this to <laughs> Miss Greg said, Mitchell Studio Girl 1998. You. Yo, that's funny as shit. I'm telling you, on some old that's school rapper shit, yo. I don't, right. I, like, dog, like, for real, Diddy? So, too, let me ask you this. Since mm-hmm. Rod and I are both married, if you were dating Aquaman, right? And Aquaman. 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 I don't okay. know. Who do women fuck with these days? Uh, so you say you're dating Aquaman. I don't right? fuck with Aquaman. So who you yeah. fuck with? Who's your nigga? Gucci man for her, Gooch. dog. Uh, <laughs> own Gooch? Oh boy. <laughs> Look, hey, oh boy. Like no, you give me give me Michael B. Jordan. Okay. Gucci is not a looker, but okay. he's cool or whatever. So follow me. Say you're dating Michael B. Oh. Jordan, right? Mm-hmm. And you end up fucking up the relationship. And Michael B. Jordan goes dates another woman and, mm-hmm. and they end up breaking up mm-hmm. and Michael B. Jordan is still red hot. Wouldn't you try to shoot your shot to get him back? Not by doing no messy ass shit like that. Come on. But that's just me. That's just me. I wouldn't do it like that. But, you know, celebrities, their job is to be noticed. So, I mean, mm, good point. He, well, he be noticed. Like it's, it's trending now. So it worked. And Ooh. I'm sure she's probably ha- reached out to him because of it, which that worked. And I'm sure whoever she's dating right now is probably feels some type of way. So that worked too. So them niggas just got to fight. <laughs> fight, 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 fight. Get, get you asked outside. You know what I mean? Like niggas showing up in your town, like where he go to drink at? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Stuff like that. Niggas play too much. <laughs> That's a fact. Niggas, that's, a fact. that's it. Niggas play too much. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, Thank you. That's, 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 <laughs> Period. <laughs> All right, Rod, you got anything else? Nah, that was it. Okay, well, I'll go next Um, because Desmond started off kind of hot, so I don't trust just <laughs> handing him the, <laughs> the wheel again. <laughs> you know how um, we <laughs> this man is re- he's 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 slow like <laughs> oh man oh, shit. you never know what is getting ready to come out of his mouth i shout out to brie that's all i think about all the time when I, when i think about all this stuff that you say all the wild stuff i i, I think about brie that's gonna be a good episode y'all i feel it <laughs> All right, y'all. So for me this week, I don't know if you all saw, but Vivica Fox did an interview. um, And in her interview, she expressed how she has had and still has um, that. Well, how 50s was and still is the love of her life. And it just baffles me because. You know, we were talking about the whole uh, lawsuit incident that he has going on. We talked about that last week. Um, and just, I don't know, 50 just not, doesn't seem like the the charmer that she, like, made him out to be, you know? He's not the only woman I've heard say that. Chelsea Handler says he's amazing, too. And she Sierra didn't have too. nothing to say about him when she broke up, when they broke up. So... I don't know. It's just it. That's why I said it. It has me baffled. It's it's a baffling situation. But 
Yeah. Oh my god. Oh yeah. But that's right. That used to be. That's right. Greg made a good point. That used to be on some freaky shit back in the day. So then wasn't she like? Didn't they catch her like climbing a fence or something like trying to get to him when he was trying to get her to leave him alone? Mm. It was some crazy shit she did back in the day. Oh my god. She is. She is. Shawty is wild. Like this girl's going crazy. It's, I guess so. Yo, I, um, heat. <laughs> yeah, I, I like all the heat. Get dick to die trying. That's that's what that's what she's looking for. <laughs> I, get dick to die trying. Oh man, stop it. <laughs> also, um, I don't know if you all had the opportunity. The only reason I'm bringing this up is because we talked about this on the show already. Um, the Saturday Night Live uh, episode from. Two Saturdays ago, when y'all have heard this, um, Lil Nas X was on there, and he mm. performed his um, "Montero Called Me by My Name," which I found out Montero is his real name. I didn't know that, um, but uh, I thought that was the devil. Was like I thought it was some devil. Something. I thought it was some devil shit too, but that's his actual real name. Anyways, during his performance. It gave me, it gave me Cardi B, but the opposite, if that makes sense. Whoa. So there were nothing but men on stage in tight leather pants with their shirts off. And there they are, you know, giving it all they got. You know, it was okay. even one instance where one of the dancers came up to Lil Nas X and like licked him from his neck. To like his cheekbone, it was. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Time out, time out. Are you saying they were reverse twerking? <laughs> the, the, when I tell you, it oh, was. Oh, they, oh, they it was Cardi like, B. It's, it was Cardi B. But it was men on stage, and I think he feel. You know, he said, "Well, I think in his eyes, if if Cardi B could do this at the Grammys, because you remember we talked about it, um, then he's like, why not?" And I mean, it was literally a guy that was in a handstand shaking his ass with Lil Nas X in between. It was it was very extreme. But the cherry on top was when he got to the pole in the back to start doing his little pole dance and dance, his tight ass pants bust open live. Uh uh-uh. So he if you notice the end of his performance, he's literally grabbing his dick the whole time because it's it's about to fall out. So I'm at a very weird place right now. Like, this sounds like you should want to watch it, but you might feel weird watching it. Yeah. I'm at a very... And uh, it's, it's um you know, me and my homegirl talked about it because, like, I keep making the comparison. It's literally what Cardi B did, but it's guys that's doing it. So it, sh- it's, it should be not a big, controversy i guess it shouldn't be that much heat behind it but even for me i guess maybe i'm just still i don't know i don't know what the words are used to use for it yeah 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 yeah. it's It's still downloaded it's a lot lot. and i don't even know why it is a lot but it was a lot of process but um Mm. You know, he. I can say that he was moving a lot less less stiff than he was in his music video. So it looks like he's been practicing. His dance moves are better. 
And that's my positivity that I have to say about that situation. But like I said, again, I'm still processing. I'm still processing. But, you know, he shout out to him for getting on Saturday Night Live. No? Shout out to him. You said what? I said shout out to him. Like, I'm sorry. I I didn't mean to, like, interrupt. Yeah, like, the show was fire. Uh, That... Yeah, Saturday Night Live is, like, amazing. Yeah. So the fact that, like, Lil Nas X, like, I'm not the biggest fan, but seeing him do what he does, even though he had, like, the wardrobe, like, mishap, Mm -hmm. fantastic, man. Like, you know, prayers up to him, because I I wouldn't know what to do if my shit was just hanging out like that. Yeah. He, and he, he didn't stop the performance. He just held on to it until he finished it, finished the show. But again, um, like I said, it was it was just like how people were upset about Cardi B doing all that she was doing, I guess, because I yeah, am, yeah. I, I have become desensitized to it. Is that the word I'm looking for? Mm-hmm. Um, it's not like, uh, but I'm still, I guess, getting accustomed to uh, men doing the same thing. So I think that's why it's still processing for me. Did you see any blowback, feedback, or anything like that? Because I haven't at all. On on there, well, how I found out about it was yeah, Lil Nas X actually posted it on his page saying about how his pants ripped um, live. But, um, so I'm see it now. yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. I mean, like I said, just the, <laughs> just the performance itself. Um, because when I, when I saw it, it was like early Sunday morning. So I hadn't had the opportunity to get all the feedback from all the grandmamas and stuff who watch Saturday. Cause you know, it's old people that watch Saturday night live. Mm-hmm. Like my, my mom watches yeah. Saturday night live. So I, I, <laughs> so I don't know, you know, I don't know what they, I didn't get to see what they had to say about it, but yeah, that's all I had to say about that. And I think that's the end of my docket. Uh, Desmond, <laughs> what do you have? How was your week? Oh, wow. Our week's been wild. It's been a wild ride. Let's take it back from the end of our last episode when shit got a little crazy for me. So it was the Ultimate Madness 3. Was it? I think it was round two, right before the finals. It was Geechee Gotti versus KCJ, Rum Nitty versus Cortez. And I told you guys that Again, I love battle rap, so I was tuned in. Greg and I were live tweeting again, just watching it. And for those who don't know, KCJ, she is a woman battler. I wouldn't, I wouldn't say female. And Geechee is one of the top tier battle rappers right now. And this KCJ and Rum Nitty battle, I mean, this KCJ and Geechee battle, it was interesting. I thought KCJ won off of first listen. I was in the car. I was riding around um, with my wife uh, trying to get home so, so we could watch on TV. And just listening to it, I thought Casey won. So I get on Twitter and I say that. <laughs> and maybe I should have did it from my personal <laughs> handle, but I did it from the Creative Geniuses Network page because obviously I'm trying to get our name out there. And my exact tweet was, Casey J got robbed tonight. We had Geechee and Rum in the finals, but Casey brought it and should be in the finals. Men, we got to get more clever with the misogyny punchlines. And boy, (laughs) them niggas let me hear it. (laughs) Don't ever go into somebody's house and try and try to change their rules. You know what I mean? So they let me hear it. Like, stop. 
Geechee got smashed. Uh, this must be KCJ's burner account. Like, they were grilling me, yo. <laughs> yo. So, Greg, you are an avid battle rap fan like myself. So, tell mm-hmm. me, what you, would you think of that night? Um, as a battle rap fan, uh, there are a lot of people who just honestly don't understand battle rap. Like, you know, they watched it from YouTube and stuff like that. But it, it goes so much further than that. So this battle, you know, this ultimate madness thing, it's for $100,000. So I guess like we just start there. So if you know for a fact you have an opportunity to have $100,000 in your pocket when you walk out of that room, like you got to come with some absolute heat. Um, so for me, which kind of like pissed me off at the fact that, you know, you have a man versus a woman. There were only three women in the battle like tournament itself. And this woman made it to the semifinals. And it was just derogatory from the top to the bottom, from round one to round three. And I'm I'm all for misogyny on certain days, <laughs> on, on certain days, like, you I know, right. I get and, it. And that's not to be disrespectful to your listeners or anything like that. Like, you know, if I'm in a room with the guys, we're going to shoot the shit. And that's only if we're in the room for the guys. We're not going to, you know, call women the B word or anything like that to be disrespectful. But at the same time, like if you're coming in, you know, and you're giving me WNBA stats and we're sitting here watching the NBA playoffs, I'm like, wait, like, wrong opportunity right here. So this battle, I was like, okay, like she's proven herself not once, not twice, but three times during this entire tournament. And she's knocked dudes out. Like she's made dudes stumble, fumble, and honestly mm-hmm. just messed up their words. And she's here for a hundred thousand dollars. So for Geechee to have three rounds, just telling her like, oh, well, why aren't you watching your kids? Why aren't you doing it? I'm like, do that. You here. Like you got kids. What the fuck? Like where are your, what's your parenting skills at? Right. It was kind of disrespectful to me. Cause I'm sitting there listening to him. I'm like, you're throwing like woman bars out, mm-hmm. meaning, you know, for her, she's throwing out like real life stuff. She's telling him about himself as, you know, a gangster, you know, whatever you want to be when it comes to being a gangster, whatever. So it was just really weird seeing that, you know, that's what you got in your tweets. I looked at it and I was like the Homer Simpson gift, to be completely honest. I was like, oh, I get it. And then again, I don't simply because. I expected so much more from Geechee as a battle rapper to look at Casey as an opponent and not mm-hmm. as a woman battle yeah. rapper. So when you do that, when I said men get more clever with your misogyny, obviously I'm not saying, hey, you can't you can't call women bitches and hoes. That's that's just gonna happen. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I'm just saying do it, do it in a clever way. Like yeah. you can't just outright call her a bitch in a hoe and say hey you know you're not being a good mother and shit like that the whole entire round when casey's actually crafting punchlines and schemes at you because she's taking the crap seriously so i felt like he relayed on that misogyny to to pretty much win he knows what the audience wants to hear and obviously i now know what they want to hear as well they they love that shit yo but that's what scared me because it's like okay in battle rap you know it's a small community it's like the nba it's like any sport you know you have that small community of people who know each other and they know like the staff they know like everybody who works in that like entity. So the fact that battle rap is an even smaller community and you have women now entering that nine out of 10, they've either dated someone who was in the battle rap community or they know someone in the battle rap community, which nine out of 10, they probably slept together, whatever. Like that's, you know, that's their bedroom if you want to call it that. So the fact that he threw out like her bedroom stats and it's like, Oh, you slept with this battle rapper and you did this. I'm like, but do you mention the dudes though? Like, exactly. And the, yeah, and the dude battles, you don't say to them, hey, you slept with this female battle rapper who, by the way, like she's in the battle for $100,000. Meanwhile, the dude she slept with, 
he wasn't even questioned. He he wasn't a part of that 100K. So it's like, okay, clearly she's better than the nigga she slept with. So I'm sitting there like, can, can someone explain, make it make math to me? Like it, it has to even out and it doesn't. So I was really like disappointed to see the judges. So, you know, I guess like jumping a little bit ahead, mm-hmm. the judges were saying like, it's the misogyny for me. I was like, that's like, exactly what they said. It was the misogyny for me. That was yeah, why like, they that's what won the battle yeah. for them was the fact that they were like being derogatory to the women. And I was like, wait, like, I, I know the fact that she's a woman. I get that. But she literally beat him for two solid rounds. Yeah. Now, there's only three rounds. Like the law of numbers is OK. Like if there's three rounds and she beats you in two. And if you take out the fact that you're calling her a bad mom and that she slept with somebody. What else do you have? What else? So I was just, I felt really disrespected about it. And knowing that it was $400,000, I was like, come on now, you could have come up with more. You could have said, you know what? I'll just take your $100,000, blah, blah, blah. And I guess like one extra like little point to it, Gichi Gotti sells hair. Mm. He sells female hair. So it's like, bro, like you're a battle rapper who sells hair. Like she could have spun any angle at you and said, you know what? Yeah, you you sell hair. I could have bought my bundles from you. And that could have... That's it. That's the end of the bundle, like battle, whatever you want to call it. So I was just really disappointed in him for him to be the champion of the year two times in a row. Mm, yeah, good that's point. what we got. So, but um, then sucks. again, you know, I tweeted out that night, too. I wanted to formally apologize to KCJ. I didn't pick her to win in any battle of this uh, tournament. And she surprised me every round. And I think she should be in the finals, but she's not. So yeah. we will see come. Was it June 12th? Is June twelfth. June twelfth is gnome. Yeah, gnome. What is it? Gnome eleven. Either way, it's a gnome. So they will be having that. Um, I will say if there's no like WWE pay per view, um, I will watch it. But you know that or UFC. That's my shit. But you I know. feel you. I just want to say, Gary, uh, Greg, man, listen, I really uh, appreciate your view. Yeah. That topic because I don't think a lot of dudes in hip hop will admit. What you just admitted, because the truth is, you know, we need to grow to a point. There's a day in music where if you're using that type of misogynist lyrics, it's just whack. We ain't got there yet. Exactly. But we need to we need to get there because if she beat him two rounds using real real lyrics, it wasn't, you know. Yeah. But it's about it's, his kids. She deserved to win. Yeah. It's just one of those things where, like, you know, misogyny can only go so far. If you don't have much more to yourself, like you don't have any substance, I can't fuck with you. Um, and that extends to podcasting. Um, you know, you know, I was talking to X like, you know, in DMs and stuff like that. And my tweets for the past like two or three weeks have been like really heavy in like the, the Joe shit. And the reason why is because, you know, he's been derogatory to women. He's been derogatory to his own podcast. It's like, oh, like, you know, for us to all be podcasters and try to be as professional as we could possibly be. It felt really disrespectful knowing that you know, I went from hearing that from the podcaster perspective to hearing battle rap. And it's like, oh, you like. Are we just getting this from all different ends, though? And you guys having a woman lead. I know you guys, this is your show, but, like, she is the woman lead. She kind of, like, directs, you know, she gives if this tension, you know, all that. So it's just one of those things where I appreciate Tuki for doing that. But there are a lot of people who just don't understand, like, a woman's perspective actually adds to the flavor and the format of whatever the fuck you do. Mm-hmm. Be it battle rap, podcast, Preach. anything like that. So it just... Seeing it on Saturday, like, hearing it the first time, I was like, okay, like, maybe I'm just, like, overreaching. I'm just not... I'm not gaining the perspective I'm supposed to be grasping from. I'm supposed to take it for jokes and let it be what it is. But I'm like, yo, like, you're talking about her being a bad mom. 
And, you know, for me being a father, I know for a fact that somebody told my wife in a public setting around a whole bunch of people who can listen to it and it can be replayed back. Yo, like, you ain't shit. Where's your kids at? Why are you not watching? I'm like, okay, so those fighting words at that point. Like, yeah, I was going to say, yeah, somebody hold this microphone real quick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and I, that, I that's what battle like rap that is. Like, is played, man. I mean, yeah, that's corny. That's they corny. They love to hear it, though. They love to hear played, that shit. Yeah. That's yeah. corny. I'm not hip to the battle rap scene, so I couldn't tell you the rules and how stuff does work. But I didn't know that that was a thing that was still winning battles. But you know, I would definitely say to check it out. Um, it's not something I would say like consistently do. Like it's not something every Saturday. Like oh my god, I got to watch battle rap. I'm like you know what? You can go to brunch too. Like <laughs> you know, it's better shit to do what you like. But you know, with battle rap, it's one of those things for me. I've watched for at least the last like eight or nine years. So I'm kind of like you know, used to it. And mm-hmm. it's something for me that like breaks the cadence of podcasting and, you know, doing like stereo and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But it, it's fun. But that one Saturday, like the fact that we were sitting there and we're like, oh, like, you know, when he was hitting me up, I was like, I'm on like, Like we're in the DMs. Like, I can't believe that the judges scored it the way they did. It was a unanimous deci- uh, decision. Yeah. And but- I'm like, and people were, people were uh, tweeting me like, yo, you're such a weirdo. Like how, like she got ate up. And I'm thinking like, Yo, am am, am yep. I the one crazy here? Like, how is it? Like, I feel I I feel so bad for women. Like, yeah, women rappers, women in anything. The, the misogyny was so clear to me in that one fucking yep. tweet. Like, no nigga, <laughs> yeah. shut the fuck up. Yeah. But it's like for even like your tweets on like on Twitter and stuff like that. The reason why I backed out it wasn't because I didn't want you know want the controversy. I mean, literally, I literally was talking shit to Diddy like 15 minutes before we started because of the whole J Lo situation. <laughs> I was like, oh well, you know, I remember when J Lo, you know, she acted like she was a white woman so she can get out of that charge, and she did. Mm-hmm. And then you know, Diddy is the same nigga who pretty much he was in the car behind Biggie. He knew who killed Biggie, but you know. Another story for another day. But um, <laughs> that's what got him hot the first time. Exactly. But it's just crazy, man. I, I, I don't know, man. I'm looking forward to this podcast. I'm I'm promising to not like unmute my mic. I'm promising to not do that. I will just be in the comments because I know me. So <laughs> hey, chime in, chime in. Yeah, whenever. Yeah, we'll take me there, definitely. Yeah. This one should be fun because, you know, we're doing lyrics. It should be very fun. Well, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Okay. Oh, let me go ahead and just get my notes ready. Oh no, right. lyrics. But two, um, I do have one more thing for the docket. Before put the docket. Uh huh. Go ahead. You want me to get into it? Yeah. Go okay. ahead. Do you guys remember a couple of episodes ago? I was telling you about uh, the Pentagon releasing footage about. Oh Lord, about the UFOs. Yes, this. This time. <laughs> it's time to talk about it again. It's time. Is it time so, to pack our bags? Let me give you like the behind the scenes of what went into me bringing this up on the podcast the first time. I was embarrassed to admit it, but I was on a very, um, how would you say, uh, niche website uh, called Wall Star Hip Hop. <laughs> and um, there was a video, like a real janky video of a guy talking about these UFO videos. So I was thinking, you know what, I'm going to click it. And I th- thinking it was just like a random YouTube video. You know how you go to yeah, I see those weird shits. And I watched the whole thing. And that's when I came on here and told you guys about it. Last weekend, the same motherfucker who was in that video had a 60 minutes story about the shit. The guy's name is Luis Alizondo. He was, uh, he joined the Advanced Aerospace Threat Identification Program uh, with the Pentagon in, 2000, uh, in the 2000s. Instead of calling them UFOs, they call them 
unidentified aerial phenomenon. And uh, this program was defunded in 2012, and that's when he decided to go public. Uh, so one thing I learned watching the 60 Minutes interview was that the government is treating this as a threat. So I want to know, how do you guys feel about that? How do you feel about the government automatically taking the role of these unidentified aerial phenomenons being a threat to humanity? So just let society? me, so just let me, just let me uh, chime in on that because I heard some older dudes in my gym talking about it. And what they said kind of makes sense to me. They're older military Navy guys. And what they said is if it's, uh, if it's unidentified and you have no idea what it is, even if it isn't hostile, it is, it does pose a threat simply because you do not know what it is. Mm-hmm. That made sense to me. Mm-hmm. I mean, that is reasonable, I guess, but I don't know. I feel like moving like that, well, like we move like that anyways, I guess. And because the U.S. Human moves nature. like that. Yeah. And humans in general. Um, human nature. You know, what? I, I don't think that's the way to move. I don't think that that's the best approach to have because, you know, what I mean, like to start off, that's just like me walking in a room like, what's up? Who want to fight? You know, what I mean, like you, you don't know <laughs> what the situation is, what these unidentified individuals could be, what they want, what they could add to us or what they could take from us. So it's, it's so, I don't know. I get I get a military mindset for it. You know, what I mean, better safe than sorry. Oh, so so. You have to be, you have to have a military mindset. And there's only two positions you can take, offensive or defensive. I think when you identify it as a threat and you're not moving, that's a defensive position, which to me is much better than an offensive position. Because if you take an offensive position, you don't know what they got. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Well, the thing is, that's the only reason we we haven't done it yet is because we know that whatever they have, is something that hasn't been created on our planet. Mm-hmm. The the way their spacecraft so, move. I have a theory about that too. But my thing is, if if we were able to somehow stand toe to toe with it, America would be offensive because that's where we operate. We would shoot first to to figure that's out what we operate. because you know what they. I, I saw a video that in 2014, uh, one of these UAPs entered restricted. Airspace outside of Virginia Beach uh, waters. You don't think that if the military saw that and had the opportunity to interact and possibly shoot it and capture it, they would have. We would. So uh, we'll go first, and that's the only thing makes me nervous about it. And then also, we don't like, like you said, we don't like not knowing shit. So we don't want to have to explain some shit that we don't have no answers Mm -hmm. to. Like that's gonna make that'll make them look bad. There's another theory out there that is not alien at all. It's just better technology that we can identify, possibly Russian, Chinese, pe- people with money. I've, I've, and a lot of people... I have a point like, for that. Huh? I have a point for that. So, like, it, there, there's, been, there's been stuff on the History Channel talking about this being a possibility of Russians or Chinese having a base in the Antarctic Antarctic and building things like this. It's technology we that America, like we may not be the power that we think we are anymore. You know See, what I'm saying? That 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 is the only thing that has me questioning it. If we can't identify it as the world leader, because 
you know, I'm not even gonna go into a battle or war schematics because I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about when it comes to it. But my my whole point is if the if America can identify it, nigga, I don't think anybody knows what the fuck it is. That's just the faith I have in my country. I don't know. Unless yeah, it's honestly, honestly, Unless that's how I'm feeling too. Listen, I'm- listen, 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 I'm gonna tell you one thing. You 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 have to believe. There, there has to be a fall. We cannot be the world power forever. And the way that you beat someone like us who have the money and the military is to outthink them. So it, it's got to be some type of technology if it's not alien. So, and I'm just putting that out there. You know what I'm saying? It as another way to think about it. And you know what? You know what I'm saying? That's the only way you're gonna beat us. That's really true. I saw some series like. Uh, on Netflix or something and they were saying how I want to say it was like Russians that came and helped install build one of the buildings here put uh, shit in our uh, pipes and shit when they were building the building to, to spy on us and shit like that so I I that's that's the true thing like I wouldn't put nothing past other countries either so we don't know we just I just want to move to somewhere like where we don't have no beef with nobody but we should have some more information in June. Um, so the Pentagon and this uh, this task force are supposed to be briefing uh, the Senate Intelligence Committee um, mm-hmm. about all of this. Oh, so it's wow. supposed to be an unredacted mm-hmm. and a redacted um, report, I'm assuming. So we will know soon. Even still, though, do you Don't feel know. like the... That they want us to know everything. Not everything, but something. Just to I get that. I get that. But I, I don't think I think even still what we do find out about it is going to be watered and highly filtered just because this is a new topic and it's going to cause a whole bunch of questions that they I'm pretty sure they don't have answers to. And then the fact that they've been hiding this for so long, I'm pretty sure it was some illegal shit that they were doing to go along with all this. So I don't know. I feel like they're not going to tell us the truth. Look, that is so horrible that we have all that we feel like we can't trust the government. No government at all. Like everybody's lying. Uh, Well, shit. I just got this motherfucking shot in my arm today. That's another uh, story. Oh, God. I know. And even like I know many people. I have so many people that I know that have gotten a vaccine and I'm fine. And I'm still just like, "Mm, I don't know yet. I want to see how y'all kids going to turn out. Not not trying to be funny like that, but you know what I mean? Like, um, you know, they found out later. No, I don't. I mean, like they found out later on that, you know, they were trying to link the um, one of the vaccines they give us now to ADHD. I mean, the autism and kids like they didn't find that out until later on. They've been giving us these vaccines. Our entire, you know, what I mean, for for years, kids having to get them. So I, it just makes me nervous. I mean, I get it. I get it and all that stuff, but like there's a whole bunch of reasons that went into me actually getting vaccinated because I held out for the longest, but my wife got it. Um, so if she, oh, I'm not going to let her die alone. So yeah, see, it's just me over here. So we <laughs> <You're> going, <laughs> he over there on his notebook shit. I feel you, homie. This <laughs> get it, I get it. We both go out. I'm, 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 I'm by myself over here. Hell, I had COVID by myself. That shit was terrible. Oh, <laughs> I ain't put no magnet to my shit. Fuck that. I ain't fucking up my chip. This is <laughs> Not no magnet. <laughs> hey, another conspiracy. The people be killing me talking about the chip. Another no conspiracy theory. 
this um these, these COVID shots are gonna uh, somehow protect us from uh, the alien invasion. Oh, shut the hell up, Jasmine. That's why we want everyone to get vaccinated so we can win this war. It's gonna be like the uh, Avengers Endgame. <laughs> Everyone's shot gonna give them a different superpower. Everyone shot gonna give him a, di- a different superpower. superpower. The, the Pfizer is gonna give one. niggas fireballs. Moderna's gonna give niggas um flying abilities. You know what I mean? Yo, I'm not playing with you. Honestly, they make all these movies. They they just not making this shit up out of nowhere. Some of this shit is real. <laughs> Rod, what's your the timing? Listen, Marvel, Mar- Mar- I'm the Hulk, nigga. Marvel movies been out since. I mean, Marvel been out since <laughs> the fucking. The Hulk, nigga. Yeah, that's that's coming out. Oh, that's <laughs> a fact. I don't know who I would be. Who would you be, this? Um, What's your superpower? I got the Pfizer, so I think Pfizer's <laughs> gonna make me. Yes, Let's get on a t-shirt. You give Wolverine. I see that. Hey, shoot me. I don't know. I don't know much about Marvel, so I don't know who I could be. I'd probably be, what's that girl? Phoenix. Who's, I don't know her. The most powerful one. Hey, I'll take it. Gene. <laughs> oh X Men. Gene. Great. I, I only know Storm from X Men. And then the green one, Mystique. Mm. Is that her name? Look mm. at me knowing people. All right. Anyways, <laughs> Des, you got anything else <laughs> for the docket? Nah, that is it. I feel like it's going to be a great episode, y'all. We this on is. One. This oh. is. So, y'all, we're going to take a quick break and we will be right back. Find the defendant guilty. Disclaimer, one of these may be 2009, but the shit didn't even rock to 2010. Uh, see, what does that mean? See, here we go with the bullshit. Yeah. I mean, you, the shit, the shit might have released. Leave it to Rod to have some kind of loophole that you're trying to slide so Welcome back to the game on trial. So guys, we are going to get right into our case review. Today, we are giving you guys our top 10 bars of the decade. So, well, when I say we got, we are, I mean, Rod and and Diz. (laughs) Um, Oh, did we decide who's going first? Mm. I'm not going to choose. I'm going to let y'all fight it out. Rod, what you think? I'll go first. Bet. You I'll pick it first. off. I'll go first. All right. So uh, I do want to, I do have all types of legal disclaimers and prefaces <laughs> before I start this uh, list here. But the thing is, I just want to say this is a nearly freaking impossible task. There's so much hip hop out there. There's so many good bars. There's so many good rappers. So I'm just going to say what you hear from me today is from my reference, from my space. These are people that I listen to, that I that they spit bars that I like. So kill me in the comment sections, please, and show me where I fucked up. You know what I'm saying? So what, what are we doing? Five at first? Mm-hmm. Going five first? All right. So I'm going to start off real light, real light, right? And this first one is 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 actually used to be my my partner, my brother's favorite rapper, that little Wayne, right? And this is from Six Foot. It, it is, it's very you know real life, very, mm. very popular common song. But yo, that nigga said real G's moving silence like lasagna. I mean, dog, 
Have you ever seen lasagna spelt? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's, that's a good one. That's a great one. I'm just saying, man. That was a that was a gut punch. You know what I mean? Some real light shit. All right. That was 2010, by the way. I think another 2010 rapper or a uh, bar, cannabis from the song called Captain Crow Cold Crush. Another little light bar. He said, "I spit a rhyme that'll melt the earth, and then come back." in the afterlife and ask you, did you feel the verse? <laughs> what? Okay. That's pretty good. Oh, another, another disclaimer. I am not a rapper, so I will fuck up these lines. <laughs> and I'm reading. All right. I like that one. 2011, Immortal Technique from a song called Rich Man's World. I really fuck with this one, y'all. He said, for my mansion in, in uh, Connecticut, I twist words like I got a speech impediment. I, I really fucked with that. Very simple, but I fucked with it. Very, very simple. All right. Now, my next one is from 2018. It's a longer verse, and it's Jay-Z, and it's from What's Free from Meek Mill's album, all right? Jay-Z killed this. Jay-Z said, ha, 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 check out this bazaar. Rapping style by me, the HOV. I got my hair free, carefree, niggas ain't near free. Uh, what's your employer's name with a hairpiece? I fucked with that line. That was kind of hard right there. <laughs> Funny. Funny. Once again, Hope encouraging us to be free. You know what I'm saying? Another one from 2018, Black Thought from the Funk Flex Freestyle. Oh, I'm, this, my list is Black Thought heavy, by the way, y'all. I love it. <laughs> Black Thought I heavy. I love sorry. it. Let's go. All right, so Black Thought said, Give me a reason to do this. Cain and Abel. Jesus is Jesus and Judas. Caesar and Brutus. I see intruders. Avert your eyes. I've been told you to keep out the hood. Circumcised. <laughs> Ouch. Keep out the hood. Circumcised. Oh, yeah, black talk. <laughs> mm. Just want, I, I know that. Was that fine? All right, let me see what I got. Okay. One, two, three, four. I'm going to give you one extra one, though. <laughs> From the Funk Flex Freestyle, the hoodies. Yeah, you know I do it. This dude, Papa said, from the hoodies, Papa said, everything's sharp off my head like Kung Lao. If you like video games, you got that. <laughs> she don't like video games. Mortal Kombat. Kung Lao had a, had a razor sharp hat. Anyway. No dance. <laughs> I was fire. I was fire. Okay. That was fire. That was fire. That okay. was fire. That was a fire line, bro. All right. All right. All right. All right. So... Like Rod said, this is an, impo an impossible task to do, getting bars from 10 years worth of songs. So for me, I started with the songs that I fuck with the most or what I listen to the most. And then I just pull some dope lines out of each just so you get my vibe. So it's not going to be really punchline heavy, except for my number one. So for me, in honor of having Greg on this episode, I need to give you one of my favorite battle rap bars of all time and it was by daylight who gets name dropped on this podcast often this nigga said if i chase a nigga glock break a nigga funeral homes box wake a nigga you get the open hand the fist or the deuce rock paper scissors <laughs> 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 yeah, come on, dog. Yeah, come on. Yo, that was hot. Come on, man. Daylight? Daylight. 
to me, that was one of my favorite punchlines I've ever heard. Um, so yeah, from there, let's get. Um, you guys ever heard "Drop Coops" by Nipsey Hussle? It was on his Crenshaw mixtape. Well, uh, in the song, which is fantastic, uh, first of all, he says, "No excuse for my failures, for my success, no apologies." And for me, that is one of the most simple yet clever ways to wrap up uh, a motto. You know what I mean? This pretty much wraps up the Invictus poem, uh, which was a favorite of my dad's, which is, as a man, you move on your own accord as a man or a woman, whether you're flawed, uh, you just have to go out there and deal with repercussions. And if you succeed, you you did it through all of that shit. And if you fail, no excuses, you know? So for me, that line was so life-changing. I had it tatted on my body as soon as I heard it, you know? Um, so that's two. My third is a little, <laughs> it's a little more entertaining. Uh, if you guys have heard Famous by Benny the Butcher featuring Freddie Gibbs, Freddie Gibbs had one line that makes me chuckle every time I hear it, which is, I control my girls only fans. I got that computer work. <laughs> I don't know why. To me, that's <laughs> that's just a clever way to say I have, you know, besides the work, nigga, I got computer work. <laughs> so that's I love funny that. Right there. Um another one that is a little bit more serious, which would be uh Runaway by Kanye. That whole anthem rod, I'm surprised you don't have it on there. I'm, I'm sure you're going punchline heavy, but I think. Both of us connected with this song at different times in life, but that whole chorus itself, let's have a toast for the douchebags. Let's have a toast for the assholes. Let's have a toast for the ones that uh, never take work off. I'm fucking it up. I haven't written down, but you guys know the fucking chorus for that. As yeah. someone who fucks up, but that keeps trying not comparing myself to Kanye. Cause we ultimately know where he's at in life right now. Mm -hmm. So not going that far, but where I guess he was at when he made this song it is a timeless anthem for an asshole man who wants to do better. You know what I mean? And me, I'm not perfect. I may seem like a nice guy, but that song hits, you know, because again, I piss off my wife every day. I piss my coworkers off, you know? So for someone to make an anthem for that type of person, I fucking love it. Uh, you guys have any comments before I keep going? Because I have one more before I get to my five. No, I, 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 I completely agree with everything you just said about uh, Runaway, first of all. I okay. Song. And my last one, just to wrap it up, I'm going to cheat and give you one that we already mentioned on a previous episode. Um, Krispy Kreme Dreams, sometimes my dogs want to kill 12. <laughs> <laughs> just saying, fire line. That it is. All right, Rod, you got your last five? Back on it? Yep. Back on it. Okay, all right. Uh, disclaimer, at the end of this, I will have a Saha rant. <laughs> Sorry, y'all, but you know, Saha's that guy. I'm here for it. All right. I'm on a Saha rant at the at the end of this. But anyway, uh, 2018, Black Thought Funk Flex Freestyle. This nigga said, yours truly, the celestial being, pulling up in a fresh European, Hopping step, hot stepping out of it, dressed to a 10. Not another got more soul unless he Korean. Did you catch that? 
What? I got it. I got it. What? <laughs> Yo, black thoughts on some shit. Anyway, mm-hmm. <clears throat> all right now. Des, I may I may be tash shitting on you uh, because I know we think the same a little bit when it comes to rap. Some, but all right. So this one, Kendrick Lamar, Control. This nigga really. I mean, it was so many parts of that song I could go off on, but I'm just gonna give you a little bit, right? Mm-hmm. I'm usually homeboys with the niggas I'm 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 rhyming with, but this but this is hip hop, and them niggas uh them niggas know. What time it is. That goes for Jermaine Cole, Big Crit, Wale, Pusha T, Meek Mill, ASAP Rocky, and Drake, Big Sean, J Electron, Tyler, and Mac Miller. I got love for all of them niggas, but I'm trying to murder you niggas, trying to make sure your core fans never heard of you niggas. I don't they make sure they don't want to hear another now or verb from you niggas. Come on, man. Yo, that control verse, first of all, first of all, that whole song. Let's just get on that whole song. That whole song created a lot of talk amongst hip hop. It did. It did. a lot of niggas off. Jeez. It definitely did. Jeez. It ended up getting right. hands put on Diddy because of it. Crazy. <laughs> right. All right, here we go. Sci High Ramp. Sci High got so many, dog. So many. Okay. So many. So where do I start? Fred Sway Freestyle. It's like I pay. For, it's like I play for the Boston Clippers because I done met so many plugs at Docks and Rivers. Hmm? Hmm? Crazy. This nigga said. Crazy. This nigga said, "I'm su- I'm such a G. I'm such a GMC. I, sh- I should have brought and I, I should have brought me a Yukon. What? <laughs> what? This nigga said. This nigga said. This nigga said. Hold on, dog. You can lay down. You can lay down and get down, but I don't see no futon. What? Hold on. Give me more. I give you more. <laughs> this nigga said. I give you more. Saha's crazy, dog. He's crazy. This nigga said all my niggas. All my nigga. Bear, all my niggas bare arms like we looking for the force. What? <laughs> this nigga said. This nigga said. Stand up, nigga. But I'm not talking about Sin- Sinbad. My pops used to pray for me because a nigga used to send bad. Come on, Saha, man. What are you doing? What are you doing? He Listen. gonna make you. Dad's gonna fuck. How many is that? Dad's gonna oh, start whining in a second. Uh, no, uh, go yo, ahead. Do your thing. Yo, yo, yo. This nigga said, this nigga said, started out as a lookout. They uh, they uh, used to tell him when the cops were, uh, were, were moving. They told me if I see 112, holler Cupid. Stupid. <laughs> you only, you only can pick on, five, man. though, by the way. You know what I mean? I'm over here. I'm so, over so here. I'm it, over, I'm over I told here, you. Didn't I just... Kicking, like Ryu. I'm just saying... Yo, Sahai got five. so Thank many. You know, I can, didn't I tell you he was going to start I'm done. This I'm done, man. I told and, you. And, and, and just let me tell you, there's probably about five more on the page. Sahai. Man, it's, he's crazy. The man's wordplay is ridiculous, but that's neither here nor there. That's for an episode between me and Des later on that I'm waiting on. Listen, I'm always one more. One, one more. One more. All you heard is click clack. Leave niggas stiff in the kitchen like a like an old dish rag. Come on, man. <laughs> oh, that man crazy. Come on, man. <laughs> Go ahead, Desmond. I'm done. Don't act like you're not impressed, Des. No, no, no. I am. I'm sorry. Like again, I'm I'm unprepared, so I'm having to come off the top of the head with some of these. So can I go? Because I have one off the top of my head that I really need to get off before I forget. Shoot. 
Shoot, okay. shoot. So, <laughs> uh, number one, I mean, number six, I need to go with, before I forget, Lil Wayne, even deaf bitches say hi to me. She tell a blind <laughs> bitch and she say, I gotta see. <laughs> look. Oh, look. stop. <laughs> Damn. 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 Look. Damn. Come on, Game. 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 Bye. Bye. That was just off the top of the dome, man. Because that, to me, that man crazy. Okay. Okay. Another one. Top of the dome. Um, what that nigga say? Uh Kanye. Um, oh, easy. Mayonnaise color bins. I push miracle whips. Yes, man. Yes, okay. man. Okay. Mayonnaise color bins plus miracle Okay. Let me give you, let me give you another one. Let me give you another one. Oh, let me let me get a little. No, I'll end with that. I'll end with that. Okay. 21 Savage. 21. Young Savage, why are you trapping so hard? Why are these <laughs> niggas capping so hard? Why you got a 12-car garage? Why are you pulling all these rappers' cars? Because these niggas pussy, and I'm hard. <laughs> I turn that fucking soft <laughs> into some hard. I grew up in the streets without no heart. I'm praying to my Glock and my car bond. I sit back and read like cat in the hat. 21 Savage, the cat with the mat. Come on, man. 21, I sit back and Yo, read like cat in the hat. Just like you was doing. Just like you was doing. Come on, man. He's stupid, man. He's stupid. Yeah, All right, what's funny. that, three? Yeah, he fire. That's funny. Yeah. All, right. All right, fuck it. Let me, get, let me wrap up with two more. Um, Okay, let me give you something a little bit more serious because this one to me was whew, one of the top verses. This shit brings goosebumps to me when I hear it. It brought tears to my eyes when I heard it. And this was Chance's last verse on We Go High. I know it was on a shitty project, but listen to it. Um, just let me give you a little bit of it. Uh, we give the glory to you, God, one living true God. You make us say booyah. And throw up the woo like you, God. They prop up statues and stones to try to make a new God. I don't need an E-God as long as I got you, God. Deep breath, the woo saw. Pretty sure I need you in this season like a flu shot. I sit back and wait like I'm in Kristen when she shoe shop. Know you always with me like how Diddy be with Blue Dot. Got us move around like straps with the tube top. Got me got me big comfy like Molly's couch floating around the city like, my, like Malcolm X dollied out. I'm not going to read the whole shit because I'm going to fuck it up. That last verse... Oh my gosh! Fantastic! He killed that. He did girl. kill that. And he rolled the beat. He and did. he rolled the beat. He, he floated that shit. He rolled that beat. Yeah, man. Um, and I'm gonna end this with. I'm not gonna give you the lyrics, but when I was thinking of this topic, this song came to mind, and it's going to be in honor of Judge Tukey Tate herself. But first day out of the feds. <laughs> When Gucci came out and was on House Arrest and he dropped First Day Out, I was like, yo, like, where I've been sleeping for so long, like, where is this Gucci been? So, First Day Out. You hadn't heard, oh, what do you mean? No, of course I've heard Gucci before, but that shit right there was so fucking fire to me. That shit was fire, the beat. 
before he even start rapping the beat just gets you ready for it but yeah nice ending yo Saha Saha said I don't think said what about Saha no he got honestly he has so many to choose from he has so many to choose from I doubt there'd be any friction if so I have to draw like a split decision. Yo, but listen, here's another one. This nigga just said, this nigga said, I told the bitch, I don't care if you're from New England. You still can't be my main hoe. Think about it. He's stupid. Think about He's it. Stupid. He's stupid. He's stupid. <laughs> that so yeah, good. that man workplace crazy. I told y'all. Dez be trying to sleep on my boy. Oh man, that's good. Well, guys, I think that was a very good list. Um, I think that was good. I, I think that that was very uh, well, well representative. Representative is that? Am I saying that? Y'all, I'm having all kinds of word problems today. Me too. But I think we represented the decade well. There we go. Um, and we. It seems like we had a lot of common denominators on that list sounds like a lot of black thought in there um there was a lot of wayne i heard saha saha <laughs> definitely we didn't any white rappers we didn't name no white rappers what? i got one jack harlow said trust me i got lines i got lines and hooks like i'm going fishing there we go one white rapper we got him in there oh no yeah, I, can, I, can I was gonna say him. M- I, I know m got some um that nigga said... Oh, them got plenty. I know M got plenty. Y'all didn't put my boy in there. Is M, this, is M of the decade, though? Has M made any music the last 10 years? Yeah, 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 yeah. He's been in there. He has? Yeah, uh, not including that fact, new album. Just, I'm not talking about he, a new album. He just cause... dropped the song today with Jack Harlow, as a matter of fact. Oh, really? I didn't see that. Yeah, Jack Harlow, M got a song. Oh, yeah. the Jack Harlow line is uh, spend mo- spending money at the club like Sam's. <laughs> it's okay. Jack, Jack Harlow got it too. Look, it's okay. <laughs> it's like, no. Pass that just like it's okay. But yeah, this was, this was a good one, y'all. This was good. All right, guys. I enjoyed this. Y'all make sure that you all give us y'all's feedback. Let us know what you think about this list and do you think that we missed some people um i'm sure that our listeners have some different opinions we always have somebody that <laughs> somebody that disagrees so y'all give us y'all's top 10 bars or give us a bar or two and make sure you leave your comments make sure you're following us on our social media platforms that is the game on trial on instagram and go ahead and hit that subscribe button on youtube to the creative geniuses network also follow the creative genius network on instagram as well y'all that's where you'll see you can interact with us you know show some love we love the support that we have been getting y'all definitely have been listening y'all throw y'all comments on there y'all been showing us likes and we definitely appreciate it we love you all so just keep doing that you know and yeah that's all i got anything else for you guys or that's it, right? You good? I just want to remind you that Saha said I'm over niggas' head like a <laughs> <laughs> kick. This nigga. <laughs> and we out. <laughs>